Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Positive Perspective Podcast. This is Brian P. Swift, a.k.a. The Quad Father, and thank you for listening to our podcast. ask you to share, invite other people to listen. It would be greatly appreciated. So today, we are going to talk about life after spinal cord injury. And maybe some tips to help those of you out there that are struggling or looking for support or just trying to find their way. So with that being said, 43 years ago, I broke my neck at the C5, C6 level. And most spinal cord life expectancies back in the 70s was not what it is today so uh, surviving was done in steps you hope to make it out of the ER you hope to make it through rehab and you hope to not see any complications your first several years of having a spinal cord injury so it was all about survival at first and how I maintain this optimistic view of life, optimistic view on myself, and how I stayed focused, trying to be the best I could be, trying to be what I could be and not be a statistic, because the statistics were frightening. So I'm going on my 43rd years of quadriplegic, I came to a point when I realized there were variables that obviously did not apply to me, like the statistics they spouted, like what other people had done or accomplished. And this realization led me to a more optimistic look. I tried not to compare myself to other quads or to other people on their feet. I did not look at statistics. And my goal was just trying to be the best I could be and chase my dreams as a, not as a quad, but just as a man in a wheelchair and chase those down and uh, make them happen. Now I'd be lying to you and myself if I told you I never had a less than optimistic outlook and did not, that did not affect my life. Um, You know, we're in such an, a different condition than we were before our injuries. But one of the things I've always tried to do is not let a bad couple hours turn into a bad day and not let a bad day turn into a bad three days and not let a bad three days turn into a bad week and so on. So I've always tried to stop that negative role, that negative mental thought process before it got to be so overwhelming that I felt like I couldn't get out. And for me, I believe that faith, a strong support system and being active really helped, at least in my case. Not everyone has the same experiences with a disability. I get it. And for far too many of us, um, it does get dark and hopeless. And It does take a toll on your body and your psyche, but there are ways out of it. And the best way out of it is 
try to stop it before you get into that predicament too deep. Because let's let's be honest, having a disability, whether it be a spinal cord injury or anything else, creates a significant risk factor for depression, for complications, and it can affect the morbidity and mortality rate for many of us with health issues, uh, whether it be a disability or something you were something that maybe you were born with. So, and unfortunately, the suicide rates for people with disabilities are four times more likely than they are for people without disabilities, which uh, is such a, a shame and a frightening thought. And I believe that we need more national attention towards people with disabilities because I believe we are the largest my minority group in the country. And yet you never hear anything about us. You never hear anything about not just people with spinal cord injuries, not just people that maybe have lost a limb. And, and there's so many other disabilities being cited, hearing loss. You never hear anything about us. You just don't. And, and But yet you hear about every other minority group out there. I'm not sure why. I, um, I believe that we as a group have not done enough to put ourselves in the light, be in the light, be that squeaky wheel. So, so uh, the thought of having a shorter lifetime on earth uh, is, is a frightening thought. Uh, these feelings don't have to have negativity, a negative effect, I should say, on your mental health, but it's hard not to, especially if you don't have your self-consumed and focused on other areas of your life. And I would recommend anybody, the key, to, the key is to reach out and get real help when it's needed. And doing so will definitely bring you into a, a brighter space, whether that's family support, whether you've got to hire a, a mentor or a coach, an accountability coach, whatever you have to do, I would recommend you do it because there is a formula to thriving and living an enjoyable life after a debilitating accident or disease. And I have said this for a lot of years, for those in wheelchairs, it may not mean walking, and that's okay. It's going to take amazing tough love. And usually when somebody has an injury, tough love disappears, and it's more coddling. But it's going to take tough love from a parent or spouse or friend. It's going to take blood, sweat, and tears. And it's going to take something that I call self-imposed discomfort because you are going to have to push yourself beyond any other time you've probably forced yourself, pushed yourself mentally or physically doing anything else. But trust me, it's worth it. And most people I coach say they want a better life, but most aren't ready and willing to put in the work. I hope you're ready uh, to put the challenges of 2021 behind you and kind of launch into 2022 on a whole new trajectory, positive, optimistic, bright, goal-oriented, disciplined, and ready to just put it all out there. And one of the most important steps you could take to move forward in the new year is to create a, a, a level of success 
and release any regret or resentment you may feel about the challenges you experienced this past year. I know you could probably go back and go, oh, it's been a tough five years in a wheelchair. But let's start with just release the regret and tough times you had this year. Start with that. Whether you had a great year or a challenging year or something in between, recognize that this year has been part of your success, your hero's journey. And there are gifts to claim of how you've grown, of how you succeeded, and use these to continue to rise up and overcome the challenges that you'll face in the future. So I have three steps to kind of help release that. First one is identify the identify at least one challenge or event or person this year you want to forgive and release. If it's two or three, that's awesome, but at least identify one. And then second one is claim the gratitude for the good that came from 2021. Surely there's something you could grab onto and be thankful for. Practicing gratitude ignites something different in each of us, that hope. And the third step is celebrate who you've become in the process. You're stronger, you're more empowered, you're more confident, you're wiser. Celebrate those things and realize you've accomplished certain things. And by doing this, you're going to unwrap the gifts we're probably not thinking about that we had in 21. Feel more confident, inspired, committed, and make 22 the best year that you've had in a long while. Because let's be honest, does anybody live free from suffering and loss? I don't think so. I, I think, I believe everyone has his or, her, his or her own cross that they carry. You may not see it. You may not know about it, but everybody out there is dealing with something. I know one thing for sure. Your recovery is worth a struggle. My life has taught me that I was not singled out for this terrible misfortune that I've experienced and that shit happens. I didn't set out to be a, a quad. I wasn't doing anything wrong when I got hurt. It just happened. So that being said, I usually tell people to take those three steps and then write some goals down for how you want to start 2022. And don't wait. Worst thing you could do is wait. I'm going to wait till after New Year's. I'm going to wait until Christmas is over. Start today. Start right after you hear this podcast. Don't wait. We have nothing to wait for. Um, waiting just puts off what I like to think as good opportunities. And I don't think any of us can afford to wait on anything positive or good. So don't wait and put off any of these opportunities through your goal writing, through your gratitude that you may have, because there is opportunity for a much better tomorrow out there. You just have to go get it, maybe go get it differently, change some things, empower yourself, create more of a support system. I know there are quads much more independent than me. I don't know if there's too many quads that have been as successful as I have. But 
I know there, you know, every one of us sees this future for ourselves. Some people, they want to be independent. They want to get out of the house. I didn't mind staying in the house for some years because that allowed me to do things I couldn't have done if I was living independently. Wouldn't allow me to be as successful as going to school, getting a degree, getting a job, driving, dating. Not that going out on your own is, is wrong, but it definitely adds a level of complications onto your life. And the one thing we all have an equal amount of is time. And as you know, that is the one thing that we as people with disabilities and especially people with spinal cord injuries, we lose the most of because of how long it takes us to do stuff. And there are only so many minutes in a day. And there are only so many minutes people have time to support you or help you. So maximize that time, maximize that support in whatever way that moves you, that drives you to a better opportunity and a better place. And make 2022 an awesome year. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me. You could reach out to me through brianpswift.com. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, please share and let people know about the Positive Perspective podcast. And I also have a YouTube channel where I show different ways to exercise. You don't need to go into an out center or a rehab center or whatnot. You can exercise at home and get 90% of anything you could do in a, in a center, in a rehab facility. You can stretch yourself out when you wake up in the morning in bed or when you go to bed. You can work out with a heavy, with, with a medicine ball. You can work out with bands. I rely on bands. You can work out with uh, weighted ropes. You can work out with dumbbells. And the biggest thing missing today that I see, which I'm kind of shocked at, is the amount of people not using a manual wheelchair. A uh, manual wheelchair, I'm 43 years. I still use a manual wheelchair. Um, do my shoulders bother me? They do. I played a lot of wheelchair sports. I do. I still am very active. And if you got to take 40 years to make your shoulders, it's not, you're not going to blow your shoulders in, in three years or five years. 99% of the people aren't. And if that's the reason you're in an electric wheelchair, I tell you, it took me about 35 years before my shoulders got hurt took me about 25 before my elbows bothered me and I've just rehabbed them and they're not half bad. So get out there, push yourself, push yourself while you're at home, push yourself while you're in school, push yourself literally. And trust me, you will have a better 2022. God bless and a Merry Christmas. Hopefully you get a chance to listen to this before the holidays. Take care.